Let's talk about staying organized. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer, and my friend and co-worker, Laura Pitney, has joined us today as we're going to share some ideas on organizing your Charlotte Mason homeschool. Laura has a real heart to encourage and help other homeschool mamas. Plus, she's very organized. <laughs> so I'm glad that she can join us for this episode. You're gonna love her ideas. First, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your family and your homeschool? Okay, well, I have homeschooled the whole time that my kids have been school-aged, so we are um, hitting middle school years. I have four mm. children that I currently homeschool and a niece that tags along with us, and I love um, using the Charlotte Mason methods, and um, I'm excited about the years to come homeschooling. That's great. Now, Laura leads a Charlotte Mason group, and recently in that group, somebody asked would you please share how you organize all of your books and materials for a day of homeschooling? The great thing is that there's so many ways of doing this. Laura and I do them completely different. We that have completely true. different methods, <laughs> yeah. But it works great for me, mine works great for me, and yeah. yours works well for you. So we wanted to just share both of our ways. Maybe that will give you some ideas and help you get organized in your homeschool as well. So, shall I start or you want to start? I'm going to give you the baton on this one. <laughs> okay. All right. I mainly focus in on having a weekly chart. I'll have Monday through Friday, and under each day, I have the subjects listed that we're doing for that day. And I post that chart where everybody can see it. And then I keep all of our school books on shelves in my office. Okay which is my bedroom, but it sounds good to say office, right? It's okay. a really cute office. Thank you. So I have all the books on the shelf, and then when I had all of the kids, we would look at what are the, schedule, what are the scheduled subjects for today, and we would go in and pull all the books that we're going to need, carry them into the living room or the dining room, and just put the stack down wherever we were going to be doing our schoolwork. That's how it worked well for back when I had all of my kids at home. Now, I have just my mm -hmm. youngest. And we actually have, for the first time ever, Yay. a dedicated school space, which we've never had before. So I keep the books that we are currently using on a special mm -hmm. shelf in that room. And then every morning, oh, I still have my weekly what subjects we're doing each day, little chart, I have it in that room. Mm -hmm. And every morning, my youngest gets to the schoolroom ahead of me. She wakes mm -hmm. up so early. So while I'm still eating breakfast, she runs to the schoolroom, and it was a great, pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. um, she started doing this a few months ago. I came down to join her, and when I opened the door, she had laid everything we needed out on the table. How beautiful. She knew exactly <laughs> what books we were doing for what. So she refers to the chart. She pulls everything yeah. we need, lays it on the table. I just sit down, and we go to it. Mm -hmm. That's how it works for us. Yeah. You have a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit, but different. It works well, <laughs> so go for it. Well, what you just said, I think, is so valuable to where... Um, Hannah now has become more of a, a step towards independence yes. where she can know what's happening that day, pull out her resources, and help 
your day get started with her. Yes. And that's a gradual thing that y'all have worked up to. Mm-hmm. So when I think about organizing um, my school materials for the week, that's ultimately my goal in mind is how do I train them to become independent learners, independent thinkers. What do I need to get done today? How can I best line up my own resources to get my work done in a timely manner? So for for my thinking, that is kind of the underlying goal is to how can I help them get independent? So in my homeschool, it looks a little different because of the um, variety of ages and skill level. You've got 12 or 13 Yes. Down to uh, my six? seven. 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 She's, oh, she turned so, seven. Okay. <laughs> A little baby growing up. <laughs> so what helps me the most is um, each one of my children, they have what we call a memory binder. And they have a checklist that is their independent work, things that I trust them to do by themselves. What kinds of things are on that? So it might be um, reading their Bible. And it might be studying some skip counting, or it might be um, going ahead and doing their um, copy work. Things that I have entrusted them, they have earned um, the right Mm. to be able to do it by themselves. So um, obviously with the younger ones, there's plenty of subjects I still need to oversee. But as they um, have moved up towards middle school years, there are things that I feel like I can trust them to do by themselves. So their checklist has that on there. Um, Each... Um, child has a tab that has our current memory work in it, meaning the Bible verse we're learning, the poem they're working on, the hymn that they're studying. So each child has that in their memory binder. So it helps me keep track of what they're currently working on memorizing. So they all have different poems, but we all have the same hymn and Bible verse, okay. um, just so that they can use that to study independently Yeah, it's a great whenever, idea. They, whenever they feel like it. Mm-hmm. The main reason I love the memory binder is we are eight years into it with my oldest. So in the back of her memory binder, it's eight years worth of every poem she's ever memorized and every oh, hymn nice. we've ever learned, ever learned as a family. Yeah. Um, so it's a great way to review. And this may sound super familiar because it's kind of a copycat of the scripture memory system. I have taken that because, you know, sometimes ideas grow and turn mm-hmm. into other Absolutely. things. Absolutely. You have so, to tweak it to fit your family. Right. Yeah. So it has turned into the memory binder. And it's not a new idea. Um, it's just one that I have embraced and changed to fit our family. So it's just a great way to keep track of everything each kid is doing and what that looks like. And then it's a great way to be able to review things that we've learned five years ago or um, a poem that they learned last year in school. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's just a way to keep all those collected into one thing. Nice. So that's kind of the main thing I use every day. Um, now, didn't you also say you had some of their responsibilities, what I would call chores? Yes, you ma'am. call them responsibilities. Yeah. Some of those are in there too, right? <laughs> they are, especially while they're forming those habits. Gentle reminders of what I expect them to get done chore-wise or whatever else it may look like. It may be practice piano or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It is in there, especially while they're forming the habit of remembering to do it. So do you have a different page for each day of the week then? I try to get it all on one page. So there may be um, five squares on the page with little bitty check marks or... um, columns. It's looked different over the years. Okay. um, For sure. So my younger children, 
they have chores um, listed specifically. Brush teeth, mm -hmm. get dressed, make up your bed, you know, eat breakfast. Whatever, whatever those morning chores look like are specifically listed. But for my older kids, I may just have morning chores just so that they can check it off to where I know they did it. I may not even have to ask about it, but because I can look and see that they checked it off, we they both know, know what it is. included in that. Right, yeah. which is great. That's ultimately what you're going for. You want yes. those habits to no longer have to be specific. Yes, you know, yes. For that. So I'm like you. I have um, one, our dining room is our schoolroom. And so I have a bookshelf that I keep all our resources on. And I find that, that works best versus having everything I own <laughs> in regards to homeschooling on that bookshelf. Yeah. So I, simple is more, honestly. Um, the one bookshelf has everything all five kids need, and I keep my resources completely separate. And so um, that helps with confusion and them getting things that I don't want them to get yet mm, or things yeah. where I always know where my things are because I need to be responsible for the things That's too. That's true, yeah. Um, so I kind of keep that separate. Um, now you guys are on the go a lot. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> where I usually, we do homeschool when I'm home. If I'm right. traveling, I don't try to do schoolwork then. Right. I can do that because my youngest is 20. Yeah. So we don't have to get a certain number of days in anymore. Sure. But you're yeah. on the go a lot, and you sure. have to get those days in. Sure. So, so how do you do that? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think knowing where all my, my supplies are for the, for the day's work mm -hmm. is crucial. If I'm having to hunt the house of where I left things or where the children left things, that's cutting into time yeah. that we could be doing something else or you know, getting out the door kind of thing. So I think knowing where things are is like rule number one. And just like we expect our children to put their things away, that carries over into school things as well. Um, that's kind of where I start. So if we have to go to my mom's or if we're running out for um, nature study or ballet or whatever that activity is, if I know where the stuff is, I can grab it. Um, now, let me back up one okay. step. When you say know where it is, that doesn't mean remember where I happened to leave it. Correct. Correct. That means everything has a place. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, in the early years, we um, did work boxes. And how that, I feel like, is benefiting us now is if I go, if my child goes to their work box and gets their nature notebook out, then when they're done, it's going to go back in that work box. Uh-huh. And so forth. So each workbox has an assigned subject or book that goes in the workboxes. We have graduated out of the workboxes, and they have a shelf. So as long as the kids remember that habit of putting it in its place, then yes. I know where it is. That helped to train them. Yes. This is where it belongs. Correct. I put it back Correct. there. Makes and sense. And again, it helped them be independent. Yeah. If they can go get what they need and use it and put it back, I mean, that's an amazing accomplishment <laughs> versus like who did that or yeah. where they leave it or what they do yeah. for sure. All right. So on nature study days, I know you've got some great ideas mm -hmm. for how to organize <laughs> the nature study stuff. Do you want to go ahead and share those? I will be glad to. Um, first of all, nature study is beautifully scheduled in our week, but it's really hard to make it happen a mm -hmm. lot of the weeks. Yeah. And half the battle is is nature study day. Where's our notebooks? Where's our paint? Or where's our uh, pencils? Or who's got a backpack? You know, it's this mad rush of 
where is it all at? What do I need to gather? So a simple thing I have implemented is I keep it ready to go at my back door. So yes, nature studies in our schedule, but if it doesn't happen on that day, and maybe it happens on a different day, it's still in its home and its spot to where we can grab and go. So I have a little nature tackle box and it's great because it has bottled water and cups for watercoloring. It has our magnifying glass, our tape measure. It has pencils, a pencil sharpener, first aid. It has some band-aids, oh, <laughs> some spray, <laughs> disinfectant wipes. Yeah. So we got it all. <laughs> so um, I keep it kind of small and I have a quilt that I keep in a bag too. That way I can grab my tackle box and my quilt and throw it in the car and we're out the door versus spending 45 minutes gathering up supplies mm -hmm. and then I'm like I'm over it no nature study today yeah it's so easy to throw yeah. up that resistance yeah. and you have to make it easy on yourself yeah. or you're gonna take the easy set route your, out set yeah. yourself up for success there you go <laughs> yes yeah by having everything in order that you can and it's really hard to get in that habit for a mom teacher yeah. Because when our children see those habits in us, it encourages them to be responsible for their things as well. Yes, yes. So. That's very helpful. Well, what about you? It's your turn. We'd love to hear how you organize your books and materials for your homeschool day. So leave a comment and let us know. And if you have a question you'd like us to discuss, feel free to put that in the comments too. Let's get your questions answered. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We also have an audio version of this podcast, or you can read it as a blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time.